to Architecting. I'm your host, Angela Mazzi. You made it. This is the landing pad for raw honesty about connecting your career with your purpose. I'm going to give you the tools you need to be an unapologetic advocate for yourself and others, because if you're here, you believe that the space we surround ourselves in matters and you're committed to project by project building a better world for all of us. If you're with me, let's get architecting. Hey there, bright lights. It is so great to be with you today. I am your host, Angela Mazzi, founder of Architecting, a movement for those who believe that design makes a difference and want to be advocates for a better built world. Today, we are going to talk about giving our schedules a workout. Much like any kind of exercise you might do. You know, when I go to yoga class, we start with a warm-up and we do a series of floor poses. Then we do more strenuous poses to get our heart rate up. We do stability poses and we cool down. If you go to the gym, you do circuit training, you spend so much time on each of different workout machines to work different muscle groups. On the other hand, if you choose to just do one type of exercise the whole time, you're going to be a little bit lopsided, right? Well, our schedules are kind of the same thing. If you balance your schedule with what I call the essentials for professional development, You'll not only get your work done, but you'll find that your career will really take off and take you in a direction you want it to go. Let's imagine that our workday is like going to the gym. So you're not going to just go work on the core machine or go bench press. What are you going to do first? Some kind of warm up. So what can be warm-ups to our day? How about checking our emails, getting our schedule situated, setting an intention for the day, choosing the priorities for the day, feeling like we are positioned to direct our day the way we want it to go in that first half hour. What's next in your day's workout? Well, the stuff that is a little bit more tedious, that requires more concentration because you want to be focused. You don't want to be tired and burned out and not really having any mental bandwidth for that kind of stuff. So that could be all the detail-oriented things that you need to do in your day. Think about what those might be and how you might do them. Next up on the circuit is networking. So you have done a lot of task-oriented things, and now we're going to think a little bit about the professional development side of things. Are there RSVPs that you must reply? Are there upcoming meetings for groups or organizations that you're involved with that you need to make sure get on your calendar? Are there to-dos that you volunteered for different initiatives, whether they're in your firm or part of a 
professional group you are affiliated with, if you raised your hand, you may need to do some work on those things. And it's surprising how just giving this even half an hour can make a huge difference. Is there a call for proposals out for a conference that you might like to send something to? Now's your time. Are there contacts you'd like to follow up with? Can you think of an interesting question and ask at least one person in your network an interesting question every single day so that you can begin to build more rapport with that person you met out at an event and had a great conversation with. You can take it beyond that and start to build a real relationship around your common interests. This is your time to do all things related to networking slash professional development to set the things in motion that need to get set in motion, start organizing the to-dos, find those smaller tasks that you can just cross off your list and be done with. And now we're gonna get to lunch. And lunch is often a missed opportunity. If you are sitting at your desk eating takeout, You are not taking advantage of what lunch can be. Lunch, like all break times, is a chance for rest and reset. There are many forms of rest. A lot of times we go straight to the idea of rest means taking a nap. Dr. Sondra Dalton-Smith, who I interviewed last April for the podcast, this is a great episode to go back and listen to, is an expert on rest and wrote a book on it called Sacred Rest. And she actually identifies seven forms of rest. Some that I am going to suggest during your workday are creative rest, where you enjoy something that is interesting and stimulating, but not work-related. Like, could you walk into a little gallery down the street? Could you visit a museum over your lunch break? Could you go to a park and walk around? She also talks about spiritual rest. So could you go to a lunchtime yoga class or take a few minutes of quiet and calm to do a meditation? Could you do something social that would uplift your spirit and enrich you that doesn't involve work? Think about that throughout your day. Try to schedule a few breaks in the day, especially after a big task is completed or a big meeting happens that drains your energy. Make sure to make time for those restorative moments as well. Now, after lunch. After lunch is actually the time when our concentration is at its worst, and that's because we've eaten, so the blood is concentrated in our intestines to digest our food. might even feel a little bit of a slump, a little bit tired at this point in the day. So this is not a time to schedule what I call non-engaging work, things like drawing or anything tedious because you may find yourself starting to nod off or tune out. 
This is the best time of day, however, to have meetings and to make them the really effective, productive meetings where things get done and people are talking and interacting and sharing opinions because that engagement will carry you through and you're working that muscle too. And then is a good time to do the production kind of work. The stuff where you really want to just get in the zone and work and concentrate and just be in flow state. Those are the circuits of the day, right? The warm-up is getting situated and organized. We move on to the tedious tasks, the networking professional development tasks, the social opportunities and life management, the meetings, and then the flow state work. However, as I'm sure many of you have noticed, we need to be a lot more fluid in our days. That may be an ideal description of your daily circuit, but often meetings will get scheduled during your task time or your flow state time. And while we do need to be flexible to an extent, and fluidly manage issues and deal with situations as they come up, it still comes down to prioritizing, making all the parts of your daily circuit matter, not just focusing on one or two because they seem the most urgent. That is the biggest recipe for feeling unbalanced and chaotic, as well as for you to get in a career rut where it's all about doing, 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 doing with no time to reset or to pull back and get the bigger picture as to why. There's no opportunities to get the motivation of a bigger purpose or an intriguing trend in the market or something you want to explore. You're doing what you know works and you're cranking away. There is a great analogy. This actually comes from Stephen Covey, and it's related to time management. You might have heard of it, the big rocks theory, right? If you have a jar and you have big rocks and you have gravel and you have sand, the big rocks are the big priorities. They're your why. They're the game changers in your career. The gravel is the day-to-day vehicles through which you're going to get the big things accomplished. And the sand is just all the details, all the natter, all the filler in your day, all the things that take up your time but don't really advance your career. They're just kind of tasks that need to be done, the compulsories, as I often like to call them. A lot of people make the mistake of prioritizing the compulsories. If you do that, and you fill the jar with the sand first, and then you only move to the next level up of the gravel, what you find is that nothing fits in the jar, and the big rocks never have any space, which is something that you probably heard yourself say, right? I love to, but... I don't have the time. I'm too busy to do that. 
when actually those are the most important things you could be doing are the very things that you don't have the time for because you've already filled your job. What I am suggesting in the circuit training for your day is that by putting those big rock items on your to-do list, putting them at the beginning of your day, not at the end of your day, what you're doing is you're making space. Because if you were to take that same jar and put the big rocks in first, then the gravel, which would fill in the cracks and crannies of the big rocks, and then the sand, which would take up all the remaining interstitial space, it would all fit. Because you've got to meet your deadlines. The compulsories are called that for a reason. You wouldn't have a job very long if you didn't get the production part of it done. But we can't let that stuff drive our day. We can't stop making time for the high-priority things because then our career founders, we get really stale. Our work loses its meaning because the higher purpose never gets attention. We're never reconnecting and we're not making our well-being a priority. We can't afford to do that anymore. We can't afford to slog through a project, doing what's expected, but never being game changers. We can't afford not to be engaged in the design community and in the community at large. We can't afford not to share our ideas with bigger audiences. We can't afford not to keep learning and growing and evolving our skill sets. We can't afford not to be a whole person who lives a full, rich, balanced life that only enriches and informs all the work that we do. It lets us do less better when we take time to restore ourselves. Make sure that you are making all the circuits in your life a priority, that you're not overtraining in one area while the muscles atrophy in another from neglect that you're not just jumping on the treadmill and going and going and going, but you're taking time to do the stretches and the strength building. It's all important. We need to cycle through these things. We need to spend a little bit of time every day paying attention to all the aspects of our career and our person. Not just putting our blinders on and doing one thing. I hope that you found these tips helpful and that thinking about your day and how it's structured more like a trip to the gym and really understanding how all the different parts of the circuit training play a role in you being the most fit you can be. The same goes for you having your best career lifestyle. 
paying attention to each part of the circuit. Even if you have to rearrange them a little bit, even if you have to put a little more time here today, you'll make up for it tomorrow, but don't let yourself get lopsided. Keep them all going because you make them all a priority. And just like we talked about with the big rock idea, it seems counterintuitive, but when you make the high-level career development moves first, when you make them a priority, the other stuff gets done. When you make the other stuff your first priority, you will inevitably neglect the big rocks. Trust that when you make your own evolution and the things that feed your soul the priority, that the other stuff will find a way to work. It'll find a way to fit in. You may even become more productive as a result. This sounded intriguing to you and you would like even more time management tips from me, you can get my book, Time Builder. It's available through my website, architectingpodcast.com. You can also get it through Amazon. This is filled with all kinds of time management hacks, not just ways to structure your day, but ways to leverage our neurology and the way our brain works, ways to deal with anxiety, ways to deal with perfectionism and procrastinations. If any of this is resonating, know that that is an additional resource for you. I would love to hear what you think about this. If you have tried implementing any of this before, or if you're going to now, please leave a comment on Instagram and tag Architecting Podcast. I always love to hear your input. I really enjoy working with you to create a better world together and to also do the inside work we need to do as creative professionals to be able to make the impact we want to make in the world. So take care, love you all, and I'll see you next time. you for listening. You made it all the way to the end of the episode, which means you are committed to making yourself a priority so you can be empowered to do the work you were called to do in the world. How amazing is that? If you would like even more content just like this, please remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate it if you left an honest review too. Hey, I want you to know I'm here for you beyond the boundaries of this podcast. You can follow me on social media at Architecting Podcast or visit architectingpodcast.com to download some great free resources. Take care, everyone, and stay inspired. (laughs) 